Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lauren. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. The best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. All right, so our question tonight... So we've already pre-gamed this just a little bit. Accidentally. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's how do we deal with the, um, the aftermath of divorce where we are feeling judged and left out and are having to navigate the new waters and this whole new, um, new definition of who we are among our communities. So... I, we touched on this a little bit, but it's it's the it is the um, splitting up of the couple things. Like wh- when you're used to doing things as couples, when people invite you to things as couples, when you have couples, you know, friends that you do things with that are couples, they don't know what to do with you when you're when you don't have the other. And uh, you know, I don't know that people intend to choose sides, but it just kind of organically happens. And you definitely lose friends in the process. And, um, you know, that judgment will come in. And what sucks is, whether you've done anything wrong or not, this judgment ends up coming in. And I, I, I mean, a lot of times I have been like, wait, I didn't do, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I didn't do anything. And, but, you know, it's whatever story gets told. It's, you know, whatever people decide it looks like. Well, especially That's kind of what when they you're going through the divorce because if there are any hurt feelings whatsoever yeah. then um then then your ex is on the defensive and starts and, and you feel like you have to defend with people who know him or whatever because yeah. i definitely felt judged in ways i lost friends a couple of friends over and it wasn't really even for anything real necessarily yeah. it was probably uncomfortable um so it just Feeling judged, feeling like like it was my fault, even though we like been in it for so long. Right, and Beth, you've talked about the how long you grieved. I think you know mine. I think we talked about this. Um, even when divorce is the right thing to do, and both parties know that this is the right thing to do, um, you still grieve it. I look at mine as, you know, it was 10 years before I realized, you know, from the point that my ex was having an affair and leaving me and the kids uh, till the actual divorce, till he actually divorced me and left. And during that time, I felt like my marriage was a, a cancer patient and I grieved my marriage for 10 years. So, when it actually happened, I had a sense of relief, and that didn't really sit well with a lot of people, because they didn't see, I was, you know, really good at covering up, because I also didn't want my kids to see what I was doing, and I don't know, there are different points on that, that's a whole other conversation, what you let your kids see and not see and know and not know, but I think because I was very private, except for my best friends about everything that was going on that I think people just thought, well, they got divorced and Beth is doing her thing and 
she doesn't seem bothered by it, even though it was. I mean, it was tremendously upsetting. There is a huge grief process, even though I had grieved it for 10 years when it actually happened and the dust settled. You know, you have all those things that people don't talk about to figure out how you as a single mom are going to do things and how you're going to pay for it and how, you know, how you have to retrain your children to these are your expectations now as opposed to before. Setting up Um, new traditions for all of the holidays. Exactly. And so, you know, really hit me that I wasn't, I thought I was doing great with it because I had done all this work and had all this therapy for 10 years. And, um... My youngest child went to a private school, a private uh, Christian school, and I was in pickup line, and everybody was looking at me one day, and finally somebody came to the window and tapped on the window, and I rolled it down and said, I just want you to know that we all prayed for you today. I was like, what? (laughs) Thank you. We all prayed for the heathen woman. My child had stood up during chapel and said, please pray for my mother. She cries every day. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize that. I thought I was, you know, just going about my business. And I did cry. Maybe not every day. But I did cry because I was... Well, kids see everything, whether they you want well, them to or not. What's funny, and I, I think you and I have had this conversation before, but people that you think would never take the other side <gasps> yeah. do. Oh, and it's yeah. shocking. It like, is shocking. People who know the entire story have, have heard everything about your relationship, and all of a sudden you're getting divorced and they side with the other person. Yeah. and That's or hard. Or are there for the other person and not there for you. Well, I mean, I think you hit it on the head when you said, well, I felt the same, like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't do anything. I didn't have an affair. Yeah. I didn't want this yeah. divorce. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. you know. And all this was done to me. Yeah. yeah. And here I am getting all this blowback. And I was thinking, wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just, it's very surprising. And I think those people, I had a couple of betrayals yeah. of very, very good friends. And yeah. It just kind of sucks the wind out of you. I you have, just think, wait a minute, I'm I have, I have sort of had to make like a mental rule that I just can't be close to people who are also close to him. I can't be. Like right. I, um, I can be cordial and and you know friendly, but I can't be close friends with people who are close friends with with my ex. And yeah, oh, I totally that, get that. Yeah. I think after time, maybe. That changes a little. I have had friends come back. Yeah, you've had more time. I've had friends come back and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry I took a side or I really miss your friendship or I love you and didn't mean for this to get between us, even though it was my divorce. But you want to be like, well, hold on. The whole time I was going through my divorce, where were you? You weren't there. Like, you know. I just think people, getting back to the point, it's, People don't know what to say. They, they don't, don't know, know what how to, do. to act. Yeah. You have been packaged as the couple. Yeah. Um, people are used to seeing you together or the family unit or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, I always feel like the third wheel, the fifth wheel, the seventh wheel. I mean, you know, I have things that I have to go to. I won't say I can't buy a date, but I have drawn it yet. But uh, I, <laughs> I mean, was just I like was just take a gay friend. Yeah, or neighbor, or neighbor. I just don't know what to do, and nobody knows what to do with me. 
you know what I'm saying? I feel, I acutely feel that people don't know what to do with me Mm -hmm. as the person that used to do all this stuff with them. And now I'm just the one person instead of the couple. Because, you know, it's easier playing by twos. Yeah. For seating, for dinners, for... Well, that's for so many years of my marriage, um, especially the last five, my ex-husband was really in more into his alcoholism, um, had sort of fallen off. We would still both get invited places, but only I would show up. So I think at some point people just kind of got used to it just being me. And so I was continued to be invited to some but, things because they got that normal. But as we were saying... I did a lot of things socially on my own, actually, uh, yeah, and that, that made it to, feel more normal to be yeah. around all of these people without him. I'm just not having to make excuses anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I really think, as I stated earlier, that did not get recorded. That um, our married friends, our friends who've never considered divorce, who have never been divorced, who are in even just semi-happy marriages, don't or, get it. Or that it's so close to home. Or that it's so close to home that they can't, they don't want it near them, you know? Right. Well, one of the, well, yeah, yeah, but I think. And that I, might be a lot of it. Too. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I think it's such a, no one, you don't understand divorce. Like I know friends who went through divorce and I can see it from the outside before it ever happened to me. But you don't understand the emotional trauma. Yeah. Even in the best of divorces, there is emotional trauma that you have to navigate. And I don't think unless you've been through it, you don't, you can look at it and go, well, I don't, this is what you wanted. I don't understand. I just don't think, I think it's hard for those people who have not been through it. To well, truly be able to put themselves even if in your it place. is what you wanted, which I think the three of us all wanted our divorces, yes. right? Yes. You, yeah. Yeah. I was resigned to that fact yeah. after. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't um, think any of us wanted that to be the way our marriage just turned out. For but me, in the end, that's yeah, what that's what. Well, that's what I was going to hit on is like, there's this sense of I failed at this. Yes. Uh, or I chose wrong. Like all of those yes. things are really hard. To wrap your head around that, like you, you invested this much time in something that did not work. Yeah, twenty one years is oh, a long time. Like and it's that is yourself as a failure. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, like that. There's a big that that's a big emotion to try to get through well, and not, to try to understand, like that it's not a waste of time. And it's no. hard not to think, but it's hard not to think of it as that. I had to reframe that for myself yeah. to move forward and it's, say it wasn't it's a waste really of time. Hard. <laughs> my, my marriage was not a failure; it just played out. Yeah. yeah. It just it it was it was it was what it was supposed to be. It began and it came to a natural end, and that wasn't a failure. It's just it's just where it happened. Yeah. It's just a part of my life experience. Let me move on. But it took me a while to get there. But I had to find a way. To make it not feel like that was so much of a failure. I just had to agree that that's just, it was just the way it was supposed to be. Well, I mean, nobody, nobody sets out to get married thinking, oh, well, I'm going to get a divorce. divorce. Right. I mean, I don't. Okay, no, I'll reframe so. that because I did have a builder once who was on his, I don't know, seventh or eighth life. <laughs> he was building my house and he kept divorce papers in his junk drawer and I said, uh, this is probably why you keep getting divorced <laughs> because maybe you're going into it without <laughs> with the wrong good idea. intentions. <laughs> 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 but you know, you don't you don't start off. I mean, everybody starts off with the oh, 
I love this person so much. I want to get married. Right. And this is my forever person. Yes. I found my person, yeah. my one and only do, person. Do you know what my therapist <laughs> said? I, I, I can't remember if I talked about this in a different, um, a different episode, but um, she said, you know, people who are in their early 20s getting married, they don't know what that spark feels like, like what the connection that you're really supposed to have. They don't really know what it feels like. They haven't had time yet to, to feel it. And so they end up getting married because they think that that's the person. Then they realize it's not the person. She said, so there's you got a lot of really good people coming back on the market in their 40s. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that's right. And I think that all three of us at some point since divorce, which I find a little fascinating, we have all been able to experience that soul connection with a spark. And we know what it is supposed to be for that us. That is true. That and yeah. we, I don't think any, any of the three of us will settle at this point in time. No. Because we now be know what, it, what it's supposed to be. It's, and I did not have that in my marriage. I had love in my marriage. We had care in our marriage. But I did not have a soul connection and a huge spark. Mm-hmm. We had attraction. But I have found out since then, it's, it's absolutely not the same. No, no yeah. it's not. And, you know, I don't think anybody that's had that is going to want to settle. I wouldn't think so. For something that's, that's less not that. than that. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. Because why would you spend your time on... I, I, I'm just at the point that I wouldn't spend my time on that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Well, all right, ladies. Are you doing anything to bring yourself some joy this week? I'm supposed to go on a date, so I'm having se- second thoughts. This is from a, the last day of my online uh, dating app that I swore I would never do, but I agreed to it with the friends. So, um, I'm not sure that I'm going to go on mine, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm creating this week. I've painted a painting, and I'm... Stitching and- I'm trying to get my house in order. Well, I am not going on any dates. Okay. <laughs> I am going to go see my daughter nine hours away um, through a hurricane. So there that should go. be fun. Lots of good driving in the rain. So that will be my thing. And then getting ready for the art show next weekend. That would be fun. So, so that's it. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Yes, we'll see you next time. Or hear you. We'll talk to you. That's it. (laughs) Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girls. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers.